Praise the Lord, my Lord, the mightiest, mightiest prophet of the Lord. Amen. Uh, Senior Pastor Renson, are we live on air now? You are live on air, please, my Lord, please. Yes, uh, well, I, I followed this conversation that uh, you, Senior Pastor Renson, had, and then I heard uh, Senior Bishop Joanne Mutai from the head offices here from the other end. I had them live on air, uh, coming on board also, weighing in on this conversation on the door that has been closed, the door to this revival that now the nations are going to find very difficult to access. And um, then I've also followed what the senior archbishop has said. And it is really very heartbreaking to listen to your conversation because you can really see that we did, we the two prophets of the Lord, we did with all our heart. We opened all our heart with all our heart. We really did with all our heart and zeal. We did everything for the Lord and faithfully. We did not look at money. The hundreds of millions of shillings that we were spending in hotel reservations. And I kept telling my teams here, the senior archbishop and the National Council of Bishops, I kept telling them, don't worry about money. This revival is greater than money. This revival delivers the nations, delivers the church into the eternal, glorious kingdom of God. And so powerful to see how all of them, they said, no, we really have to, we, we, we have to focus on the benefits if they can transplant. I kept telling them, if they can transplant and supplant this revival to their nations, that would be greater than money. Don't think about money, don't worry about money. And we went through it, the Lord helped us. We were paying deposits, I was sending them to hotels, hiring seven hotels in Nairobi, sending teams with buses at the airport, people volunteered their personal vehicles, people took their off, senior doctors, senior sergeants, senior bankers, senior who, they took off from their workplaces at that season. They were full at the airport, some of them working night shift, because you know flights arrive all the time at night, some of them arrive in the day. So we had shifts running 24-7, we made sure we approached government, serious meetings took place, with the District Security Intelligence Committee meetings, the senior archbishops went there, senior Bishop General Chaka was involved, senior police officers in the ministry were involved, senior bishops, archbishop himself, they used to meet the government public safety security team to make sure that we did everything right and there was due diligence and that we facilitated the pastors and the people coming from abroad in the most appropriate, the best way possible. That when we appear before Jesus one time, we would tell him, Lord, we did our best within the means of the resources that you gave us. And it was amazing because sometimes ten hotels, you book, you book five hotels, then by the time the meeting is near, you realize we need ten hotels. Those are now contingencies. We have to jump in and talk to more hotels. Say, Please, let us just give you 50% for now. Let us, we, we were bargaining. We were crying, kept sending the archbishop to cry to them, tell them, no, 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 let help us. These are the guests of the Lord. Please, just help us. Let us give you 50%. For now, it is going to be well. We are going to pay you the rest when the meeting is over. And we hired buses. Many times when we hired 11, then you find we need more buses. And again, we had to go to travel agents, tour agents, and ask. I myself on this side, again, spending millions and millions of shillings booking flight tickets for many of them to give them a chance. I kept saying, no, money is not important now. Let us just give every single pastor a chance that they may take this awesome, glorious revival that was promised in the Bible. If they don't take it, it's a pity.
foundational parts. They are broken foundation. They are sitting under denomination, under doctrine, under defilement, under apostasy, and they are pursuing other agendas. And so I used to tell my teams, the senior council bishops, I told them, don't worry. Just encourage them to come. And I encourage all the pastors. I kept telling them, Kenya is the classroom. Look at how this revival picked up in Kenya. They had to abandon everything church and rebuild a new altar for the Lord. I shared the vision when I was up, vision of 2004, when the Lord lifted me up into the sky and I was given blocks. The hand of the Lord was giving me building blocks and I was building the altar of the Lord that was broken. I kept telling them, no, we have to build a new altar because the altar is broken. We have to lay a new foundation. So you cannot go back to the defiled churches because those ones are for eating. They're looking at their income. They're looking at their school fees for their children. They're pursuing another agenda. They have submitted under another doctrine. But now the Lord has brought a revival, a refreshing revival, a revival of righteousness, revival of holiness, revival of right standing with God, revival of zero tolerance to sin, sexual sin, sexual love, false apostles, false prophets. And I told them, don't worry. Let us just continue working for the Lord. The Lord will, re- will reward you one day. And we are running up and down, booking hotels, in Nairobi, and the same number of hotels in Nakuru, wherever the meeting was, and was facilitating them, fueling the buses, making sure the bus drivers have hotels also, feeding them also, giving them per diem, facilitating them. The, the, the senior archbishop and the national council kept meeting the national security teams, the county security bosses, to facilitate us, to provide security that no incident take place. These are guests in the land. These are people who have come from abroad, guests of the Lord. We wanted to do it perfectly. And we made effort. I went to Sweden many times. I went to Uppsala. I went to Gothenburg. I went to many towns, even even Stockholm. I went to Helsinki, to, to Finland, I don't know, five or six times. Cripples walked. Miracles were there. Anna reads um, dyslexia. Until now she reads. We have this little baby, Amy. Until now he's still walking. The beautiful things happened in those countries. Even the leg that was shot from Finland, the Lord increased the column of the leg in the healing service that was live on TV Channel 7 in Helsinki. The Lord did big things. That's years often. I went to Brazil, and you saw how the Lord healed a lot of people. I walked towards cripples, and the power of the anointing was so massive. Cripples stood up a little bit, stood up and walked away. Blind people live on TV. I went, I went to Rio de Janeiro, rebuking sin, telling them prepare the way. Even the prophecy of the Zika virus was fulfilled. I went to Dominican Republic. I went to Puerto Plata, Ciudad Santiago. I went to Higüey. I went to other cities. And creepers were walking. Blind were seeing. The power of anointing was massive. People were being mowed down in the stadium. The mere stretching of my head like this. The Lord demonstrated the power that he has bestowed upon me. And I spoke the earthquake, the Haiti earthquake. It took place. I went to Chile, begging them, telling the church, stop homosexuality. Don't accept this thing of homosexuality. I see the church is combining with homosexuals now, that the government is paying them some money so they can accept homosexuality. I see that happening. And I was telling them, don't do that. And the church was split, they were fighting. I paid a lot of flight tickets for the directors of the National Council of bishops in Chile, directors, 
led by Hoge, by, by, by Bishop Obispo Hoge, and the Gonzalez and the rest. I paid for them myself, and they were coming through South Africa. So when they were doing transit, I even paid transit hotel. I paid the TBN, TBN crew. I paid the camera crew. I paid the head of TBN who was coming there with his cameras and crew. I paid for their PDM. I paid their insurance because they have a labor, a labor union. I paid their insurance also. I paid everything. The Lord paid and said, don't worry now. We are paid whatever they ask for. We paid transit hotel, which is very expensive in South Africa. And when they came here, we gave them five-star hotel. And we treated them very well, received them at the airport. And they recorded very well. They could not air even one message. They said the message is too tough. We cannot air. It's too holy. It's too strict. I remember Venezuela. I went to Venezuela. Repent, repent. El Tigre, Maturin. I went I went to, 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 to Puerto da San Felix. Creepers were walking, blind eyes were seen. Everything was happening in Venezuela. Big revival. Guess what? They abused it. The church turned around and abused it. I went to many nations. I went to South Korea. I went to India. I went to Europe, to UK, Italy. I went to Spain. Barcelona, bleeding with the nation, telling them the door is open, the Messiah is coming, take it when the door is still open, I have seen the door closed, take it now, this is the beautiful revival of holiness, Canada, I went to Canada, Toronto, Montreal, United States, but all that we got from there was blackmail, blackmail, Americans black, they try to blackmail the Lord. Canadians try to blackmail the Lord. Italians try to blackmail the Lord. Look at the wrath of God that has struck Italy now. Look at the wrath of God that has struck China. I told China, come. Come and take the revival. Now they cannot even come. Now all of you from all the nations, even Uganda, cannot come. Even Uganda and Tanzania cannot come. Because I saw, I saw scrolling in the news, the government has shut down any meeting involving conferences involving foreigners. And that is the sensible thing to do. We can't even allow it. We can't allow you to come. Look at how everything now, the door has shut. And when China went back, you saw the pride of the Chinese. They began to fight Paula Louis. Their senior archbishop, they began to say, oh, she's undermining us Chinese, she's, she's demeaning us. When you, and the senior archbishop said, don't do that, don't write such emails here. This revival is a humble revival, humble yourselves. Look at Nigeria, how I struggled with Nigeria. Now they cannot even come, I can't even go, says the Lord. And you all know that God has given all authority to these two prophets alone, nobody else. Nobody else on the earth. You can see now. If this is an image of what is coming, the great tribulation, look at Italy. Now they cannot even go to work, cannot attend football games. 16 million people under quarantine. Unbelievable. Shut down. Totally shut down. And I pleaded with you. I pleaded with the nation. I 
they went to South Africa, they are done. I said, take this revival. The Messiah is coming. Take it before the door closes. Now look at the false prophets of South Africa. False teachers. I went to Gaberone. I went to Namibia. Cripples walked. I went to Zambia. Cripples walked. I went all the way to Gisborne, New Zealand. I went to Australia. Hey, the ends of the earth. Now look. The door is closed. Even if you wanted to come, you cannot. I kept saying, come and take the revival. Every time we're dealing with Nigeria, I said, Nigeria, come and take revival. You are not sure they are coming. They are kind of elusive and proud. They don't want to use you to know they are coming. And they are kind of weighing it out. Now look, now look. Your house has been left to you desolate. You the nation. If this is a picture the Lord is giving the earth. And yes, it is. That in the great tribulation, you long to worship, but you will not get the opportunity to worship, because the door will have been shut. I pleaded with you, you cannot even come to the public lecture at Jomo Kenyatta University of Agriculture and Technology. And you know, in all the world, only here you come, only these meetings when you come, God the Father descends, so you can see and partake. 